0: This is the Adam's Road program. Adam's Road is a Christian music ministry dedicated to sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Today's program features Adam's Road songs, Adam's Road piano instrumental music, as well as music in the spoken word, offered to God as an aroma of Christ to help spread the fragrance of the knowledge of Him everywhere. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Timothy 4.13, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture. Today's reading comes from the book of Romans, chapter six. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin, that grace may abound? May it never be. We who died to sin, how could we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all we who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. We were buried, therefore, with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we also might walk in newness of life. For if we have become united with him in the likeness of his death, we will also be part of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, so that we would no longer be in bondage to sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. But if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him, knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death he died, he died to sin one time, but the life that he lives, he lives to God. Thus consider yourselves also to be dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, don't let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lusts. Also, do not present your members to sin as instruments of unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin will not have dominion over you, for you are not under law but under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under law, but under grace? May it never be. Don't you know that when you present yourselves as servants and obey someone, you are the servants of whomever you obey, whether of sin to death or of obedience to righteousness. But thanks be to God that whereas you were bondservants of sin, you became obedient from the heart to that form of teaching to which you were delivered. Being made free from sin, you became bondservants of righteousness. I speak in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh. For as you presented your members as servants to uncleanness and to wickedness upon wickedness, even so, now present your members as servants to righteousness for sanctification. For when you were servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. What fruit then did you have at that time in the things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now, being made free from sin and having become servants of God, you have your fruit of sanctification and the result of eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord.
1: to slavery, practiced my sin, it overcame me, I followed my passions, I was dead in my sin. I was a blasphemer, God's opponent, but I received mercy, I was ignorant. Till grace from the Lord overflowed I'm a slave of righteousness What gain would I possess if I lose It's not I who live I'm crucified with Christ I'm a bond servant Now I live by faith in Him I'm a slave of righteousness What gift? Are you a slave of your religion, or of your sin? Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Oh
0: That was slaves from the Adam's Road album. It's so simple. So Paul had finished chapter five of Romans by saying that where sin increased, grace abounded all the more, grace overflowed. Paul's gonna start Romans chapter six by anticipating the argument. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means, he says. Paul says here in Romans 6 two that we who are in Christ have died to sin. He's gonna explain further and talk about having been baptized into Christ. And he says that we're buried with him by baptism into his death. The word baptized in and of itself just means immersed. Water baptism is certainly a picture of the true reality Paul's referencing here when he says that we're baptized into Christ. When we receive Jesus, we receive the gift of eternal life. That's when we're baptized into Christ. We're baptized into his death and we identify with him in his death, burial, and resurrection. So if we've been baptized into Christ spiritually, something's happened internally. Paul made reference to this in Romans chapter two, towards the end of it. He talked about being circumcised in heart. The circumcision is not a matter of the flesh, but of the heart, and we're given a new heart. We become a new creation in Christ Jesus. And so there's this new nature that's a part of us now, and that's Christ in us. So Paul says in Romans 6, 6, that our old self was crucified with Christ in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing. So there should be a connection as well with being in Christ now, living in this new life of the Spirit of God, and also no longer being enslaved to sin. Just as Christ was raised from the dead, so we also should consider ourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. And he talks about his members Don't present your members as instruments to sin, but present your members to God as instruments for righteousness. So think about that, your members, whether that's your ears, your eyes, your tongue, your feet, before you were in Christ, how did you utilize your ears? What kind of sewage and nonsense would you let come into your mind? What would you listen to? What kind of content would you absorb? Your eyes, before you were in Christ, what did your eyes like to behold? the pride of life, the pride of possessions, lusting after things, after people, coveting our tongues. In our old sinful nature, what did we like to do with our tongues? Slander? Gossip? Lie? What comes out of the mouth is just a reflection of what's in the heart. And Jeremiah 17:9 says, What's in the heart of unregenerate man? Our heart is desperately sick. It's deceitful. It's, it's wicked. And so now that we're in Christ, and Christ is in us, do we still continue to choose to live, to hang out in that graveyard, and that old life of sin, and, and those things of the world that bring death? How can we now utilize our tongue being in Christ? Are we bearing fruit for death? Are we bearing fruit for life, like the fruit of lips that acknowledge His name, the name of Jesus? Do we proclaim the excellencies of Him who has called us out of darkness into His marvelous light? What are we doing with our eyes? Are our eyes fixed on Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith? Are we looking forward to a city that has foundations whose designer and builder is God? Are we looking towards things of this world? What about our ears? What are we listening to now? We have access to God's word. Faith comes through hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Jesus said, the words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. We wanna present ourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and our members to God as instruments for righteousness. So here's the beautiful thing, sin no longer has dominion over us since we're not under law, but we're under grace. And then Paul's gonna close out this chapter by talking about being slaves. Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, no one can serve two masters for either he'll hate the one and love the other, or he'll be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Paul's basically saying, you're either gonna be a slave to sin and the fruit of that is death, or you can be a slave to righteousness, and the fruit of that is life. Now, if we're in Christ and we choose to continue to live in the flesh and walk in the flesh, we may be saved and we may be spared the penalty of eternal death, but there can still be practical consequences for the ways in which we're serving sin in our lives. Is it possible for a saved believer to die of an overdose? Die of a drug overdose? Sure. And so the fruit of being a slave to sin leads to death. Now, if we're outside of Christ, then of course sin leads to death, no doubt eternal death as well, because we know that all sinners deserve to have their portion in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. Jesus has called us to bear fruit for God and we can't do that unless we abide in him. Jesus said, I am the vine and you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. And Paul ends this chapter with a very famous verse. I love how this expresses eternal life as a gift of God in Christ. It says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So again in Romans 6, Jesus is set as free from sin. Ephesians 2 says that we were dead in the trespasses and sins in which we once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air. Paul goes on to say in Ephesians 2 that we lived in the passions of our flesh and we were also children of wrath. So we have been set free from the futile ways of our former life so that we can now walk in newness of life, serve the living God, and do this in the capacity of the Holy Spirit. And let's just reflect on the newness of life we have in Christ. Slaves of righteousness from the instrumental album Romans Road. If you're listening to this content today through the radio broadcast, we just want to let you know that this content is also released as a podcast on a weekly basis. You can find it by searching Adams Road Podcast. Micah Wilder, a member of our ministry, recently wrote a book called Passport to Heaven. When Mormon missionary Micah Wilder set his sights on bringing a Baptist pastor and his congregation into the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, He couldn't have imagined that the entire trajectory of his life was about to be changed forever. Micah's passionate effort to convert these Christians was met by a surprising challenge, to read the Bible through the eyes of a child, letting the word speak for itself. He learned of a God whose love did not have to be earned, and he wrestled with the radical idea of God's mercy for the remaining 18 months of his mission. As he struggled to reconcile the teachings of his church with the truths revealed in the Bible, he encountered the true character of Jesus for the first time and awakened to his need for His grace. Passport to Heaven is a gripping account of Micah's journey from living as a devoted member of a religion based on human works to embracing the divine mercy and freedom that can only be found in Jesus Christ.
2: As I lay there contemplating the vastness of the love that had been so extraordinarily conveyed to me, the magnitude of Christ's atonement exploded in my heart like a supernova, radiating far beyond my mortal vessel and bringing with it the desire to fall to my knees. The Holy Spirit then began painting a picture of perfect love before me in mere seconds that I had waited a lifetime to understand. Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of God, after having been betrayed and falsely condemned, was dragged into the streets of Jerusalem where he was brutally beaten, fiercely scourged, spat upon, and publicly scorned. The blameless and spotless Lamb of God cried in agony as a vicious crown of thorns was thrust onto his head and the Roman soldiers mocked him saying behold the king of the Jews and yet Jesus was the king of all kings and now sits triumphantly at the right hand of God through him the vast universe and all its glory was created and yet he was led to Calvary where he was crucified on a tree formed by his own hands nailed to it by the very people he came to redeem and there On Golgotha's rocky hill, the very Word of God made flesh endured with incomparable humility the most excruciating and harrowing death the world has ever seen. God's immeasurable love for all mankind was on full heartbreaking display as Jesus bore in his stricken body the sins, iniquities, and infirmities of the world. Bleeding the precious blood of eternal atonement on the cross, the Messiah paid in full measure, the debt that we owed God because of our transgressions. But this priceless offering wasn't just a collective sacrifice, it was personal, it was intimate, it was for me. The savior of the world drank the cup of wrath that I deserved and freely poured out his soul to death for me. As my kingly substitute, he willingly took my place on the cross of Calvary and died on my behalf a guilty sinner, all the while looking into my eyes and proclaiming his ineffable love for me. Jesus endured a transcendent passion that was driven by an infinite and intimate love that surpasses all knowledge and understanding. He suffered and died because he loved. And for the joy that was set before him, Christ endured the cross. My salvation was that joy. How could anyone Love me so much. It was only in this metamorphic flash of grace that it was impressed on me with such an unparalleled intensity, just how deep and wide and magnificent that love really was. A love that drove Christ to endure the unthinkable and while suffering unspeakable pain, see my very face. This was a profound love that encompassed the very essence and nature of God himself. This was the sacrificial agape love I had long been waiting for. The only love that could eternally satisfy. Truly, there is no greater expression of love.
0: Passport to Heaven can be found wherever books are sold. This is the Adam's Road program. Adam's Road is a Christian music ministry dedicated to sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Today's program features Adam's Road songs, Adam's Road piano instrumental music, as well as music in the spoken word, offered to God as an aroma of Christ to help spread the fragrance of the knowledge of Him everywhere. Check out the Adam's Road website at AdamsRoadMinistry.com. There you can download our songs for free, as well as our spoken word and instrumental music content. In addition, we share testimonies about the love of Jesus Christ and how He's transformed our lives. Please contact us through our website if you're interested in scheduling our Adams Road team for a time of song and testimony, or if you're interested in scheduling our pianist for a time of spoken word, piano music, and testimony. May the grace of our Lord Jesus be with you all.